Hello Rockers and Mercurians. It's Rock Mercury here and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. So today we are discussing the power of gratitude. It may sound cheesy, but it's not cheesy. It's one of the most important things that we can discuss, to be honest, because a lot of us are thinking of in the space of lacking right now. A lot of people feel like, oh, I'm lacking, I'm lacking, I'm lacking in this, I want this, I want that. Um, but we don't even have any great um, gratitude for what we have already. And this is not going to be a religious conversation because, you know, I'm not I'm not involved in any religious trickery or tomfoolery. Um, but this is going to be a very important conversation for whatever you believe, because gratitude is so vital. So while I'm talking about gratitude, I'm going to have a smoothie since I'm going deeper in my fast. I um, I'm not going to be having smoothies for a little while. Um, cause I need to get, I need to like stop eating fruit for a moment just to like no sugars or anything just for like the cleanse. These are healthy. This is a very healthy smoothie. This one has, um, blue, wild blueberries, um, organic strawberries, um, organic mango, hemp seed, all kind of good, good stuff in here. Um, key lime, which is, you know, that's alkaline still. And there's dates. I put dates in here. So, lots of delicious stuff. The only reason why I'm cutting smoothies out after I finish my, um, the smoothie, the stuff I bought already, because I don't want it to sit for too long. Um, the only reason I'm cutting it out is because of the sugar content. Um, and that's only for a limited time. I cannot wait to get back to my smoothies. I'm already missing them before I even finish yet. So, um, so yeah, let's, let's drink this as I have to go back. Oh, God, I'm so sad. I don't want to have to go back. I have to go off sugar. I love sugar so much, especially when it's healthy sugars like these. Hello, hello to Landon. Um, hello to Danny. He said, Danny said, I love blueberries. Me too. I love wild blueberries, my favorite um, organic wild blueberries. Hello, T Brown. Great to see you. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into this. I almost feel like I just want to eat it with a spoon because it's not so it doesn't get all my beard everywhere. You know, it might be the best way. And it's kind of giving me like sorbet I mean, it's kind of water mm. oh my god it's perfection and there's ginger in it too there's a lot of ginger i threw a whole chunk of ginger and i put just enough water the key to an amazing smoothie by the way is not putting too much water you know so you put like if you just if you mess that part up you you're ruined it's done now you have now you have smoothie water the water can ruin the entire texture. It ruin everything. It's hard to fix it after you put too much water. Then you have to put a whole bunch more berries in. Anyway, this, um, because I put enough water to make the um, the hemp seed milk. And you guys are thinking like, oh, I don't have any hemp seed. Or I don't have any walnut for walnut milk or anything. All you got to do is blend up walnuts and blend up hemp seeds with some spring water. A little bit of key lime if you want. You got some milk, you know. It's delicious. This is like an amazing smoothie. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know if I can do this, if I can do the next level of this fast, because I'm going to miss, I, mm, this is so good. <laughs> this smoothie is giving me life. Um, okay, I got to, I got to stay strong. I got to stay strong. I'm After I finish these, it's going to be like a few months. That's why, that's why I'm like stressed out, because the fast for my cleansing is going to be, um, supposed to be three months but i think i'm gonna do like two months or something i don't know i'm gonna wait till i'm gonna see how i feel because i really love me some smoothies but i like making my own at home nowadays i used to go out and get mine but 
I realized that you get the best ingredients, especially you have this amazing blender here, super expensive blender. It makes it super like makes it like very the right texture, a great texture for the smoothie, and then I know exactly what's in it. And yeah, I save a little bit of money, but I don't really save as much as you would think because it's like when you buy it out, it's like ten dollars for a smoothie or thirteen or fourteen, but like the ingredients are pretty expensive too, so. It's like, I don't know if you're really saving money or not. <laughs> um, depends on where you buy your, your fruit from. Um, I get mine from Whole Foods, which is not cheap. And Sprouts is a little cheaper, though. I might go to Sprouts next time. Um, let's see. Dottie Jacks, Jackson says, how are you planning to do your cleanse? Like I just said, cutting out some more sugar. And I'm doing. I'm following Dr. Sebi's Victor, Victor Bowman's um, nutritional guide for, like, Parasite cleanses. So, I just want to be clean. I want to cleanse it out because I've I've messed up and had some processed food and parasites love processed food. So, and a lot of us have parasites. I think I I would I would dare to say everyone who's watching has parasites. Even if your doctor doesn't tell you yet, they're microscopic at times, and it's just something they love sugar. Like they 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 are the reason why we have like skin conditions and digestion issues at times and just so many things that they call it in our body. But we don't talk about them often because like people don't realize how like present they are. They're very present. So just do your best. Do your best to be as healthy as you can, I guess. Um, all right. So gratitude. The reason why I wanted to talk about gratitude today is because I was, I was doing a lot of goal planning lately. And I just, I was doing a lot of goal planning and I felt like you can't really do goal planning without being gracious for what you have or having gratitude for what you have. Um, hold on. John is asking, are you black? What kind of question is that? Like, I don't know. I don't like that kind of question. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore your question. All right. So um, I wanted to, I wanted to like discuss why it's important to have gratitude whenever especially when you're trying to think like when you're trying to like manifest more into your life like why would you want to manifest more if you if you're not great have gratitude for what you have if you're not taking care of what you have and honoring what you have already that's a super important um important thing that i just didn't feel i feel like a lot of people miss that part they're just so stressed about what they don't have yet um, hold on. They said they're saying to block John. They're saying John should be blocked. They said John doesn't deserve to be here. Okay, John, you don't deserve to be here. You're being blocked, and you're muted too. The people are spoken. The people are spoken. John, you're gone. Bye, John. Um, all right. This smoothie is like <laughs> I'm like in a different world. It's like a dessert. It's like a full-out dessert here. Like, people say, what's your favorite sweet? I love sorbet. Mm. I love a smoothie moment. I love, like, a delicious sweet, sweet fruit. And these things, they're pricey, but they're not, like, they're not unobtainable, you know? And I have, gra I have gratitude for the availability of them. Even though I would love if I had, like, seeded watermelon, which is so hard to find. Oh, my gosh. You cannot find sweet seeded watermelon anywhere in California, in Los Angeles. I've been looking. I have to look harder, I guess. But 
you know, even though I can't find that, I'm so grateful for what I do, what I can find. I refuse to let resentment build up in my body for things I don't have. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm not doing that. I find that, like for example, like I want, I want um, my company to be 10 times the size it is as I grow it. Well, I should be thankful for the clients I have right now. And I am thankful for them. I really am. But I need to put even more gratitude in them. And, and by that gratitude, by, by being grateful for my clients, I get even more clients from that because people love being appreciated. Don't you love being appreciated? So don't the things in your life and the and like the the blessings in your life, they want to be appreciated too. And they beget more blessings, more like um, just more amazing things that just come and manifest into your life. Because you know you're taking care of it, and the universe knows you're taking care of it. It just makes sense, you know? Hello, Ezra. Good to see you. I'm just pouring some more of this smoothie in here. because it's. I'm going to drink this whole thing, I'm sure. Um, oh, my God. I wish I could do this cleanse without giving up fruit, you guys. I wish I could. But I'm just thankful that I even have the guidance for the cleanse. I'm thankful that I have the, the other ingredients I need. Um, to have a moment without sugar, because like, cause a lot of people, like, I mean, like myself, we're addicted to sugar. Even though I don't do processed sugar, I still love sweet things. Like, even if I'm eating something savory, I almost want something sweet next to it to counteract it. You know, I like spicy every now and then, but I want, I need that sweetness. So, <laughs> it's gonna be nice to kind of like go away from sweetness for a moment, and then come back with even more appreciation and gratitude for sweetness when I get back. Um, but getting rid of the processed sugar has been everything for me. That's been amazing. But this next level is going to be tough because it's like, I want it. And technically, a lot of other foods have sugar too. Like even like even with key limes. Key limes, they're, um, yeah, they're sour, they're tart and stuff, but there's sugar still in them. You know what I mean? Sugar's a part of the compound of many foods. But it's when there's high sugar levels... That's when parasites within the body like to eat those things and they multiply from it. They do, and you don't want those in your body. And parasites, I'm glad we're talking about parasites in this conversation because it could be a paras the, the, the want for more and more can be a parasitical um, mental construct. Because it's like the more and more you want more, you want more, you bring it in and then it just, it drowns you. All the things you're wanting just drown you because you're not even thankful for what you have. Like you haven't even handled what you have right now. And so it can just be something that, um, it can be something that really makes it challenging to balance it because you know, you know good and well that, that, that you like haven't taken care of. Like let's say you want a bigger house. That's one of the things I want. Well, I want, well, I, this house is really big. That's another part. So, I, like, I want, I want a bigger house, not even realizing how big this house is. And I'm barely going to all the rooms in this house. Really, there's some rooms in this house I don't go, I haven't gone into in, in a long time. I can't even count. I can't remember the last time I've been in that room with purpose, you know? Like, with the actual purpose of being there. Like, not just to go grab something and leave, you know? So, there's, but then I want more for some reason. So, like, why, like, I need to utilize the space I have. Utilize the blessings I have. Utilize. I want a new car. I, don't th I need to be thankful and like make sure my car stays clean. I'm, 
I have three cars, but one of them, I keep it parked because the gas is too high for that car. It's a Cadillac and the engine's too, like it's just too much gas. Takes other cars being used for my, for my company, for my team is using it. And then the car I have, um, I have a little bit of resentment towards it at times. I feel like, oh gosh, this car could be better. I've had this car for so long. It's a little dusty. But it's dusty because I let it be dusty. Because I don't got... <laughs> it's so dusty in California already. You know? But who... Like, how am I going to be wanting my Tesla? Which I'm going to get. Um, without... Um, without, like, taking care of this Nissan. <laughs> like, why not? Like, you know, what is... You, I need to, like, really... Really bestow... Like, take care of it a little better. In order to... And I mean, I keep it clean on the inside. I'll just get annoyed. Because if, you, if you've been to California, it is dusty. Like, you can let your car sit for a day and there'll be dust all over it. It's just dry. We're dry and dusty out here. With a desert. Um, Sharon says, hi there, handsome. Hello, Sharon. Thank you. Ezra says, hi, bro. I saw that. Arita says, whatever is in that glass looks amazing. It is so, so tasty. Sharon says, you are blessed with three cars, LOL. I, I mean, I am. That's true, but if one of those cars, the gas is so hot that I don't, I don't even, it's, it's for looks, it's for looks, you know, um, it's not, yeah, I don't even, mm -mm. it swallows gas, and now that's $6 a gallon, oh, by the way, I'm grateful that for the first time in a long time, I've seen the, the number five in the um in the gas station gas prices for california i know some of you guys may still be in the fours or high threes or something i don't know some in the country i don't know but i'm in los angeles and we've been in the sixes and the mid sixes dark near seven dollars out here and so, so to see five even though even though it was 5.99 but the c5 doesn't matter doesn't matter if it was, it was unthankful it said, I said, oh, $5.99, we're getting down there. We're getting down again. I never in my life thought I would be grateful to see $5.99 or five anything. Five anything is disrespectful at the gas station. Completely disrespectful. Which is why I'm on a mission to get this Tesla and which is why I drive my Nissan because it's the best on gas out of all the cars that I have. So, Yeah. Um, Ace Baby said, is that shirt from your line? Yes, I designed this shirt with Man Brand. It's on manbrand.store. Um, and I also have it on rockmercury.com too. I put it on there too. But this is the back of the shirt. Well, it's reversible. But, yeah. It says God ain't real. <laughs> um, yeah. It just says that. Um, hey, Rock Mercury. Hey. T Brown says, where do you... Where do you keep all your cars? I keep them at my, um, the one at this house, one at another a family's house, or part of our family, it's like one of our houses, so that um, the people there feel safe, basically. Because it's like there wasn't a car there before, so I wanted to like make sure that they people thought they were home, somebody was home, so they don't get bothered, they're elderly. Um, I don't want to say too much, because I don't repeat them, but, um, and then, um, what else? And the other car is for my for my business. My um, is at our office in Hollywood. Our Hollywood office. 
let's see. Sharon says you have a beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. That's some good braces. Um, Emily says, I think chicken is good for you and healthy for you. Emily, I think that you are ignorant. Rita says, but I'm grateful for your ignorance because it gives you the opportunity to learn something. Learn something from this. We're rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, Emily. How dare you? How dare you be so ignorant on this page? How dare you, Emily? Learn something. Rita says, sometime could you explain in a nutshell how NFTs work as it pertains to your website offerings? Um, they're collectibles. The NFTs I have out now are collectible NFTs. They don't have any um, utility for this this version of them. But the new ones that I release will have some utility as I plan it. Like it, so some of them will, some of them, some of them will be collectible. But they're art, you know. I made those art, so I feel like those ones I put up didn't have to have utility because they're they're art. They're digital art, and you can display them if you have like an NFT display kind of thing. So. That's what I, that's what the ones that are up at the moment. You can buy them through the Ethereum blockchain, through OpenSea, and I'm thankful that you even mentioned that, and I'm grateful for that. Um, and I forget that sometimes I'm like, like, I am in this market. I decided to create NFTs instead of invest in them, which, which is why I didn't crash in that market. <laughs> I kind of I created them. But I think the crypto market is a good market to trans to like trade in, but I just don't like holding any of it because I don't trust it. But I like the actual NFTs, the projects. I think they're gonna like there's gonna be a utility and collectability of them as time goes. The technology the technology of NFTs are gonna last forever in my opinion. Or like at least for the next hundred years or so. Until something takes over that. Maybe fifty years. Either way, I think it's gonna be implemented. Cause you know, time like technology moves so exponentially that you know, there could be a new thing soon. The NFTs, I think, are going to be here for a while. Like, way past when I'm dead. Um, Bonzi says, are you an atheist? I don't want to be part of any of these groups. Atheist is a, is a religion, too, in my opinion. I'm good on nothing. I don't want to be part of any of it. I am, a, I am not even human. Um, Eddie says, what are you eating? I'm eating a delicious smoothie with a spoon. Because it's amazing. Mmm. Boom. Now I'm drinking it because it's, it's, it's kind of um going down a little bit. James Carter. Hi. Hey, James Carter. Um, Sharon says, block her. Block her. Banish her. Who, who, are we ban who are we banishing? Who are we banishing? I forgot. I forgot which one it was. Um, PYT says, hey, beauty, how are you? I'm doing well, PYT. Good to see you. Um, James Carter says, you should get a nice Egyptian bouncy wrap. A nice Egyptian bouncy. What is that? What's a nice Egyptian bouncy? I don't know what that is. Um, did I miss something? Maybe I forget. Anyways, PYT says, I was removed as mod. There's no more moderators. There's zero moderators. Nothing personal to anyone. I took them off because I kept getting call. I kept getting messages to unblock people and to like it was just too much. It became so stressful to have moderators, and it wasn't anyone's fault specifically. It was just 
the actual like concept of it and people were afraid to speak and then it made my lives even harder to like be you know i'd rather just pick and choose who i'm gonna block and stuff easier so it was no offense to anyone but thank you pyt china pyt china and i did take screenshots of everyone who's a moderator so that i can add them back in if i ever need to bring that back in again because yeah i'm just but i'm gonna i'm gonna pause it for now and it's been good i've been blocking the haters and i've been people have been communicating more without being afraid so but thank you so much stealth says looks like a cranberry amaranth smoothie that sounds nasty for some reason i don't know why that sounds nasty to me i don't like cranberry for sure but amaranth and a smoothie i don't know would that would that be good i don't know if that would be good um Let's see, Sporter for, Sporter for Life, Rock Mercury, what about Gangster Goose, lol, good evening. <laughs> Apparently Gangster Goose is now the friend of the Foolish Dreamer, so Gangster Goose has left its gangster ways. For those who don't know what Gangster Goose is, it was one of our Rockers and Mercuryans, um, was attacked by a goose, and then befriended the goose, because the goose lived in the neighborhood. And so they had a truce, but originally the goose was the gangster goose, but now the goose is doing better. So, um, PYT said, tell us the ingredients of the smoothie. You're going to have to watch the beginning of this video. I, I discuss all the ingredients, but it'll be, it'll be posted today. Check out my podcast, rockmercury.com or, or my podcast on any, any of the, um, platforms. You'll, you'll see it today. I'll be putting it on today. Um, T Brown says Rock blocks enough people on his own. He don't need no he don't need help. <laughs> Thank you, T Brown. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just better this way. It's, it's for the it's for the morale of the live. People were afraid to speak because they didn't know which moderator was gonna block for what, and it was just a lot. And it, my, my moderators were great, but I, I had to take them all off because I didn't want to be unfair and pick and choose and all that kind of stuff. I didn't. I honestly didn't know who was doing what. But the amount of DMs I got from my Instagram, from people who got blocked on TikTok, I was like, I can't be doing this. It was so many. People were like, I got blocked, I got blocked, I got like, okay. I didn't even know these people were on my live, some of them. I didn't even know, I didn't even see their comment. So I really, it was just really stressful for me. So, but no, it wasn't anybody's fault. It was just, I don't, I don't even know who, I don't even know what it was. Because at one point, a troll had got in a moderator spot. And I was not grateful for that. I was not grateful for that situation. <laughs> um, and they were trying to block all kind of people. That was my fault, apparently. Um, Michael McFadden says, I like the shirt. Thank you. The back of the shirt says, um, the back of the shirt says, Jesus hates you. I thought it was funny. It's like comedy to me, you know? It's not like I really care about any of this that much. It's just like, you know, it's just funny because it's like people are like, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And I was walking down the beach yesterday. This is a little side note from gratitude <laughs> from our main topic. But I was walking down the beach in Hermosa Beach. And there's this group of, of like this church group, I guess, or like these young youth group. They were like singing, ooh, Jesus. They're playing the guitar. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I just want to come all over you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. You know, they were doing all that. And I was like, this sounds awful and like a cult. Um, they were just, they sounded a mess. And I'm like, why do people get to sound a mess on the beach and noise pollute all of us? I would have been so mad if I lived at that house that like was near it. 
And like, y'all need to go closer to the ocean. Y'all need to keep going straight because there's a big space between the ocean and the and the houses. No, y'all need to go further towards the ocean so the waves can drown out whatever that sound is. Now, I'm not even against people singing gospel or like Christian stuff if they sing it well. You know, I like all kind of singing and music. There's some Christian music that is beautiful sounding. There's some that like they be like going in on it. They be hitting those melodies. They be living their life. But for some reason, when it comes to these religious cults, they feel like they can go out there, tone deaf, sounding a hot mess, with unoriginal songs. It's frustrating. And I felt that yesterday. But those are the same people who are saying, well, I don't, I know we don't agree on this, but Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And it's like, Jesus hates you. For whatever you're saying, it's the math. That's why. That's why I made this shirt. Cause like I told that too many times. You know what? I made this shirt cause I was on live. I was on live, and I kept people kept saying Jesus loves you. Jesus. They kept saying it like so many times. They spammed it on my page. They kept saying Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And so I said, like, you know what? Jesus hates you. And I made this shirt, and then I said, what can I put on the back of this? And I put God ain't real on the back. Just cause I really believe that. I believe that. That's my religion, you guys. You guys need to respect my religion. Of thinking that Jesus hates you and thinking and knowing that God ain't real. You guys need to respect it. Respect my religion, you guys. Respect my belief. Respect my belief structure. Um, but anyway, like I said, I'm not like it's it was more it was less about them singing about God and more about them singing terribly. You know? I could have handled it. If they were like singing I would have stopped and listened. If they were singing about Jesus like and they were hitting those wrists and hitting notes and Oh, Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. They had a good band and stuff, but I couldn't. Like, they all were off. They all were off, like, tune. They were all singing together. They're, none of them were, like, choiring. You know how choir is supposed to sing, like, in unison? Like, I love a good choir. I love the sound of a good choir. I would go hear that on its own. You know, I wouldn't even care what they're saying about religion or whatever. I just, I think it's beautiful when it's, when it's like in unison and they have the tenor parts and the sopranos and the altos and they're all just like giving it. Like that sounds amazing. But whatever they were doing, Jesus hated it. Jesus hated whatever that was that they was, that they were, that they were accumulating to do. It was offensive. Let's see, Rita says, LOL to each his own. <laughs> no harmony. <laughs> exactly, Rita. No, I'm okay with people singing about Jesus, whatever they want to sing about. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm not I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna say you shouldn't sing about you. I'm I'm not doing that. It's just please, please rehearse. Or not even just or have some passion in it. Give us passion. They could have been all off key but been passionate about it. I would have been there for it. They just sound like they were like all, like, just like a like a corny church group, like this little like they're just like oh da, 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 Jesus Jesus and like it was like they were trying to perform for the other people who weren't who weren't who were walking by and stuff like they were trying to like just be these annoying like guitar like it was just so like cringe. Oh. So, anyways, I'm not grateful for that. <laughs> I'm not grateful for that at all <laughs> so let me stop I don't know how did I get on this on my shirt okay anyway shout out to the real past the real churches 
and the choirs. I used to be part of a choir. I used to sing praise and worship, so I'm, I'm not dissing them like in that way. Like I used to, I used to be, I used to be a praise and worship leader for years. So I understand what's happening, but I just, I don't approve. <laughs> I don't approve. Um, there's even a song that Beyonce has that sings that's like a Christian song. She does it with Michelle. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus said yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Like, I like stuff like that. Or it doesn't have to be like R&B rhythm. It just has to have passion to it. It could even be like Catholic. You know, some of the Catholic choirs out there, they be going in. They go in really, they be like, Oh, Jesus, we love you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, oh, heaven be gone. Like, yeah, they, be, they just be going and like, Oh, Jesus, like, whatever. Who cares? Like, you know, but they're giving us all the parts. They're giving us, like, ambiance. Like, you feel it in your sphere. You're like, ooh, I'm vibrating. Like, it feels so good. I don't care what they're singing, but it sounds great. You know? Like, that's... I, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. So, this, I don't want that to be clear. Cause I, want, I don't... Even though my shirt is very offensive to people, I guess. But I want people to know that I'm not, like, saying... That I'm against people singing whatever their religion is. I just want them to do it well. That's it. That's it. Back to Gratitude. Back to gratitude. Let me read these comments first. I'm going to get back to gratitude. Um, smoothie, smoothie over there. Yes, yeah, smoothie. Mm-hmm. So good. Rita said they were trying to save souls. LOL. Rita, they made the souls run away. My soul almost left me. My soul was not saved from that. <laughs> My soul wanted to fight them. <laughs> like... I don't know what kind of souls, I don't know what kind of souls that they were thinking about saving with that kind of unharmony. You know, fifth harmony, they were, they were sixth unharmony. They were sixth unharmony. Like, I cannot. Um, mm -mm. <laughs> They're not trying to save any souls with that music. Um, Northside says, what is he talking about? I'm talking about your mother, okay? I'm going to talk about your father next, okay, Northside? Don't you ever come in my room talking about what is he talking about? Um, Rita says, has to make some musical sense. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Rita says, were you, were you running down the beach? I walked a lot faster when I started hearing them. I was trying to get away from that unharmony the best I could. I did, I did speed walk. I only walk. I don't run on the beach. I just... Do a nice walk for our five weeks. Sorry, sorry for five miles. Um, so, yeah, I just, I was not trying to do, trying to go through hearing more of that. It seems so uninspired. Like, they just, like, I almost feel like when I, when I was hearing it, because I, I heard them because, you know, they were pretty loud. It was a big group of them. And I was like, it was almost as if, they were just singing to get through to the space where they collect money somehow. Like, it just felt like a like a money grab. It didn't sound like they really cared about Jesus or anything. They were just like, they were just doing it to get this good old Hermosa Beach money where all these rich, there's some, so many rich people in that area. It's a very rich area, so. And they have their little flag outside. 
for their church or whatever group it was. I forgot what it said on there. But they put a little flag into the sand. It was cheap looking. Um, it was all a mess. But I was like, why do we have to hear this? Like, why couldn't y'all go closer to the ocean and have your own little church service away from our, our ears? Like, we wanted to have a nice walk. And we had to hear this. You guys didn't even practice. You guys want us to hear this. You guys are assaulting the public. Because in that area, there's other people who play violins. There's people who sing classics that sound great. People and people who rock singers, country singers over there. Like there's other people, and like that area has a lot of different restaurants and people go and perform in those areas. And so there's like good music in some areas, you know. Like I saw a jazz musician playing. I was on the phone with my with my friend, and there was like a, a um, saxophone playing. And it sounded beautiful. Like they were giving it, and it was just out of out of restaurant. They were just playing. I can't. I can't. I don't know how to make it. Make a pretend saxophone, but it was great. Like and so I'm like, you need to come to par. You need to step your game up. Step the game up if you're gonna come out here for Jesus. If Jesus was there, Jesus would be like this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Not my name. Stop saying my name. Don't say my name. Don't say my name. Jesus would be like a, like shook. Like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Don't say my name. These are not my children. These are not Destiny's childs. These are not Destiny's childs. They need to be... Mm-mm. They need to just like... These are the devil's spawns. Mm-mm. Well... Certified Monet said, this is Nika. Hey, Nika. Good to see you. You have a new name now? Um, Barefoot Goddess says, assaulting the public. Help. <laughs> I wanted to file a lawsuit. I'm like, you're not going to be ruining our walks this way. You're not going to be ruining our walks. Like, I'm not even Christian, but I was offended for Jesus. I'm like, you would not disrespect Jesus that way. I should have worn this shirt there. <laughs> you would not disrespect Jesus with, these un- with this unharmony. You will not. I rebuke you. I rebuke all of y'all. But I used to love singing in the church because you like you don't have to remember too many words. A lot of the words you repeat it over and over again, um, and it's like simplified. Like it's very just it's like simplified rhythms, and you can just kind of go in and. But you're supposed to have harmony. You're supposed to sing. You're supposed to sing. You know, so it was fun. I loved it back then. I didn't believe any of it, but I just thought it was so fun to go on stage and just like sing and have people be like this. Yes, that's all I saw from the from the stage. I was I, I sang in front of thousands of people, and I, you see it on the front of the stage and be like, "Hallelujah, yes, Lord, yes, yes." And it's just like that's the best feeling. You know, you know they're not they're not like raising their hands to you technically to Jesus whatever, but it kind of feels like it's to you. It kind of does feel like that, and I was grateful for that. Oh my god, we're all we're all off we're all off subject. We're like we we're supposed to talk about gratitude. Well, I was grateful for that. Even though I'm not religious, I was grateful for singing in church. So that's gratefulness. Being grateful for what you have and had. You know. Mm. There's a person I know right now who's going through a lot right now. Like I already I lost a family member, but then I have another person who I follow. And um, he's struggling. He's like, he's on his last edge of his life. The doctors told him that they only have like very short to live, like within a, like less than a month at this point. And they still have 
a lot of gratitude for what they can do. They can't eat. They can't even eat solid foods right now. Nothing, but there's still a lot of gratitude for their life. They still have a lot of gratitude for, you know, the TV shows and the video games they have and things that they can do. Um, like go on short walks so they can't walk for too long right now. Like they're struggling. They're fighting cancer, and it's just. Um, they still have some graciousness. Like, I don't, I don't, I feel like I would be so distraught. I've, I would have, I feel like I would have been so distraught. But I said no. They said no, like, they're going to be grateful and live their best life, you know? So I really appreciate, like, it just made me really warm my heart to see that. To see them, like, continue, continue to be a light in the world. even with their dark reality. So, no matter what situation you're in, like, this person has, like, all attached to all kind of tubes and attached to all kind of, like, you know, systems, and it's just, like, they can't use their bathroom the same way. They can't do all kind of things the same way. And it's like, wow. Like, the fact that they keep posting, the fact they keep connecting, and, and, like, they're being raw with what they're feeling. They're not being fake about it. They're, 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 They're in pain. But they're trying to find the joy. They're finding what they're grateful for in this. Um, oh my God, Certified Monet says, not the Marvel pajamas. Yes, Marvel pajamas. Target, honey. These are so comfortable. I have to put these on today because it feels a little bit chilly. It's a touch. It's sunny, but a little chilly. So I was like, these would be perfect for Like These are so comfortable. They're so soft. I love these pajamas. I'm gonna take them off and then go put on like some some um some shorts for my walk today. The barefoot go- earth goddess says yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know, you know how it is. Certified Monet says not the Marvel. Oh, I said that already. Um, Rita says I'm grateful that my bone density test today improved from five years ago. I'm reverse aging. Ooh, yes, Rita. You better reverse age that life. That's what I'm talking about. Probably because you're like, you're living well. You're living happy. You're probably nourishing your body well. Um, I'm very happy. I'm happy that your bone density is better. That's a big deal. It's very hard to do. A lot, a lot of people can never get their bone density to reverse. So that's, that's a very big feat. So congratulations. Mm. Rita says, yes, I'm inspired by chronically ill persons who have a grateful heart and attitude. Rita says, stop smoking, much less caffeine, trying to eat better. I feel you. No, I I completely understand. I was told, um, I was told a few years ago that I was like chronically ill at a time. I'm I'm not anymore, but... They told, they, the doctors are giving up on me, like, to be really real. That's why I eat so healthy now. That's why I learned about Dr. Sebi so much. That's why I, like, am so committed to, like, holistic life or, like, alkaline life and healing because it saved my life. I would not be here right now. I was, the the doctors, they, they said I was too far for what I was dealing with, my blood condition, and I am so thankful to be alive. And I think that was a big part of, realizing that every day is like not really promised. I mean, I know that it's it's easy to say that but when you when you feel like you're young, 
You're like, oh, I have all this time. And this person I'm talking about, the person that's chronically ill now, that's in a different situation than I'm in, um, they are... They are... um, Young. They're very young. Like, very near my age. Almost the same age. So, it's just heartbreaking to see. Maybe, like, a, a year apart or two years apart. Like, very close in age. And to know that they're on the sunset of their life, according to their doctors. But I was told that, too. I was told that I, I didn't have much time at all. Because of what I was dealing with. But now, I feel like I'm going to keep living a long time because of this of these herbs and alkaline. And I tried to give it to this person who I was talking about, but they didn't They didn't believe it. And so they trusted the medical field, they trusted the Western medicine, and it did not work out well. It, is, it has been a downhill battle for them. Um, but I did try to, I sent them everything I knew, but they didn't, they didn't want to. They actually got mad at it. Not mad at me, but just mad at like, that, that like people can think that, they trusted the doctor too much, I feel. And then they're just like, oh, you think I wouldn't do that? You think I would not I would try this, like, hokey thing or whatever? I was like, well, this is the only thing that's going to help you. You know, it was, it would have helped them. I mean, he would have lived a lot longer. If I mean, depending on what happens now. But it's just, it's sad. It's really sad. Um, but I'm glad you stopped smoking, Rita. That's a huge one. That's a huge deal. Please stop smoking. Anyone who's watching this and you're smoking, please... Please, 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 please stop smoking. I don't care what you're smoking. I don't care if you're smoking weed or nicotine, anything. Stop it. Put it down, please. It's not worth it. Reggie the Stud says, what does the shirt say? It says, God ain't real. That's what it says. And on the back, it says, Jesus hates you. Um, Rita, Rita says, congrats on your health achievements. Thank you, Rita. Yeah, it's it was tough. I really, I had to just, I just knew I didn't want to die. They told me that I had to basically just get my get my orders. What did they say? Get your um, get your affairs in order. They tell you like it was, it was dark. I couldn't believe that they were telling me this. I I thought I was just going in for a check in a checkup because I was feeling off. Little did I know, my ex husband had given me something that was trying to kill me at the point. Um, he didn't even tell me. He was he was in the doctor's getting treated for it, and he just kept lying to me about what he was going in there for, because he was embarrassed because he was a cheater and he was so reckless, and he didn't care about my life. He want I think he wanted me to die. He tried, he tried to kill me multiple times. He tried to kill me physically. Then he tried to kill me with this. He's just a bad person, and I'm happy to be away from him. But um, I just couldn't believe that this would happen to me, and but. I'm good now. Getting better each day. Um, I'm healthier now than I was before I got sick. So, cat ring. But but those doctors told me literally that I was going to die. So it's so crazy to hear those things. And then, like, you survive it. And the doctors are like, oh, wow, what a miracle. Because their system don't always work as well. So I'm I'm grateful for YouTube. I'm grateful for the information I got, a lot of the info I got at the time aren't, isn't even available anymore. They blocked so many of those videos because they want people to stick on Western medicine. So they blocked a lot of Dr. Steppy's videos and I happened to have them before, before they blocked them. And I watched so many and I understood what he was talking about. And I did and I took action immediately. And I immediately started feeling results within the same day. It was insane. So that's why I'm always on here eating like smoothies and healthy stuff and 
I mean, sometimes I mess up and eat like some processed foods that are vegan technically, but I shouldn't be eating those. And I don't like I, I don't do that anymore. Um, Catherine says, do you think genes play a role in longevity? For example, some can smoke until their night until their 90s. It doesn't matter if they smoke until their 90s or if they live to it um, because it's the quality of life we're talking about. The lungs themselves do not enjoy smoke within them. So they can live all that time, but is their breathing at the expanded rate that it could be? And if they, if they live to 90, does that mean they could have lived to 150 technically? People weren't dying. I mean, there's a, people, there's a, time, there's a point where people could live like way longer than we say they could live. You know, in India, they don't really track as much of India in some places in Africa, uh, some countries in Africa, like they don't track how long some of their regions, like their external regions live. Like they don't, they don't think of like, oh, happy birthday, happy birthday. They're, they're not in there. You know, some of these people have lived so long, but they, you know, into their hundreds and twenties and stuff and 30, you know, so if they passed away at, um, if they passed away at 90, that means maybe they could live longer. You know? My grandmother's 98 right now. So I don't, like, I bet genes, genes are responsible for maybe how your body develops. I mean, there's definitely an importance to your genes for sure, but I just don't think that your genes should be a reason why somebody continues a destructive behavior, whether it's an eating habit that's destructive or a um, or a smoking habit or whatever it is, like whatever habit that's destructive. Certified Monet says, do you think they should free Kells? Who's Kells? Who's Kells? I don't know who that is. Um, Katrina, Katrinka says, oh, R. Kelly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I do think that you free R. Kelly. I think there's too many inconsistencies in, in the, all the stories. And I feel like he is being set up for his over a billion dollar music, um, his, his musical and business empire that he has like his pro his um what do you call it it's what do you call it when you have like a a, a book of work anyway like his there's a word for it talk on it anyways he like that like he's his his brand i'll just say his brand is worth billions portfolio thank you rita thank you so much rita um, his bill, over billion dollar portfolio. Now, he's made mistakes for sure, but I don't think that the things that, that, that he's been accused of are all true. Maybe some of them are, maybe some of them are stretched, I don't know, but when you look into the situation like I have, it's looking really sketchy. It's looking, it's looking like they're taking advantage of somebody who can't read, because he is, he is um, dyslexic. And so... He's public. He's very open about that. Well, I don't know how open he is, but it's true. And so, it's according to people around him. They know that he cannot read, and he's not like a. But he's very. He's a genius at art, and so I think they're taking advantage of his disabilities in order to profit off of him by putting him in jail. 
the same way they killed Michael Jackson and killed Prince and all, and tried to kill Britney Spears and all, you know just all these terrible things. So I do not think that he did all those things. Uh, his brother admitted to lying about to him about him, and some of some of his accusations he admitted to lying about because he was jealous of his brother and mad at him. So I think he, if his own brother can betray him, imagine what can happen to his own his other circle around him. And I spoke to somebody. I think I've said this before on another live, but I spoke to someone who was very big in, into the Grammys and like this very big music industry executive. And I said that, hey, I watched something from his old, his old managers, his who believe that he's innocent and talk to him often, even while he's in prison. And they they really made me feel some different kind of way about these cases and these charges. And they were and the person was like, "What do you mean he's guilty?" Like you need to say that right now. You need to. You need to, like this. You can't go back like that. Like he's guilty. Like you have to. You have to draw the draw, draw the line at some point. I was like, like who the heck? Who are you talking to? I couldn't. I looked at this person. I'm like, are you serious? You know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're talking to? I could not believe that they got that emotional. It wasn't even an emotional moment before. You know, we were in a very relaxing environment to be honest, and for them to get that upset about it. And I found out that this person was a snake who I no longer associate with in any kind of way. But at that, at that point, we were doing some business together because they were a music industry exec. And so I thought, okay, well, we can make this thing work. We can do a deal with the Grammys. Like, it was a situation that we were doing. But once I heard that, once I heard how they reacted and some other things that happened too afterwards, I was like, this person's shady. This person's like, is a liar. And I just... Like, so... When you when you feel it and when you feel a moment like that, when you feel that, because it'd be different if it's just a random person. This person's in the industry, like they have vested interest in seeing somebody like R. Kelly be shut down. And so, when I felt that reaction, I instantly was like, "Oh, something something fishy is happening. Something real fishy is going on." Something real, real fishy. Um, so, I just really think that R. Kelly is getting a very unfair situation. But, part of me, the karmic side of me, understands what he's going through. Because he was very reckless with who he let be around him. And even if he has to stay in prison for the rest of his life, um, I will take this lesson. And I am be I am so careful. I am so so careful on who I let around me. You know, extremely careful. I can't like have. I can't have those energies around me. It's just too much. It's just too much. Like, I don't want these people who are, are snakes and traitors. There's so many snakes and traitors out there. And I just, um, my heart goes out to him for letting them all around him, thinking that he needs, that he needed the person. That somehow he needed these people around him to do business because he couldn't handle it himself, you know? Because he didn't know enough. So we hired people who had vested, who had vested interest 
and percentages to benefit off of his demise. You know? It's heartbreaking. So, free R. Kelly. I definitely think free R. Kelly. Um, but will he get freed? Probably not. They, they really want him under the ground right now. They want his money. They want, like, he makes the people move. If you get too big, they want to take you down. You're worth more captive or dead than alive, unfortunately. I've been in the industry for a long time, and I've seen this happen so many different ways. Um, I'm just thankful that I haven't been, haven't had the success that I'm going to have going forward before then because I, if I didn't know and I, and I got into the same situation and trusted these snake people who have big resumes but they just want to destroy that they, they, they don't have any creativity of their own so they just leech on to whatever they're around and like Lou Taylor is involved in so many different celebrities lives whether it be Britney Spears and the Kardashians and Justin Bieber Kanye um Demi Lovato, she was involved. She was involved in so many celebrities. She's brought chaos to their lives. She's tried to lock them up and take their money, all of them, using the legal loophole of conservatorship, based on a public opinion that a person is a danger to themselves and society, based on her own biased opinion and her own corrupted opinion, because she wants that money. So, I would let her live free. I hope she goes to prison, but because Britney Spears is trying to take her to court, but you know she may she may get free. She may just be able to live a scotch free life because the system somehow supports scammers. There wouldn't be so many scammers if our system didn't support them. And so when people say like, "Oh, well, R. Kelly's got to be guilty because all these people came out after him." They all said this and said that. Do you, not, do you not believe all of them? It's easy to pay a lot of people to say whatever. You could pay a, you could pay a whole bunch of people to walk in circles for a whole day and call them background and extras for a movie. It's a cost that much to pay people that. They can pay that. Especially if, if billions of dollars are at stake, you can get people to say whatever you want them to say. Whatever you want them to say. Excel says, how was your drink? The drink's amazing. It's so delicious. One of my best smoothies in a while. Um, so, yeah, my, my heart goes out to the situation. Like, I just, it's dark. But back to gratitude, because that's, that's what this subject's about for today's podcast, <laughs> the power of gratitude. Like, I'm grateful to have been able, been able to witness this. I do talk to someone who talks to R. Kelly weekly, if not every other, like whenever he makes a call, this person is usually the person he's calling. And I talk to this person. And so I know a little bit some behind the scenes situations there. Um, and I do I do think he's being, he's been set up. Not being set up, I think he's been set up. And now he's got this verdict. Now they're saying that he's um, an unalive watch. You know, he's a danger to himself right now, they're saying, which is another tactic they use to make people seem unstable if they take you, if they, like, take you out in prison, which nobody cares about. If somebody dies in prison, 
the public doesn't care really because they, they have no way to like know for sure what's going on and they know all kind of things happen in prison so they just let it they, they let it go they're like oh whatever that happened there i guess it's it's really rough in prison i'm scared to go there i don't want to go there that, that's how the public thinks about it they don't really think about it like oh god we got to investigate to that we got to investigate no and they tell the public oh he's on danger high risk watch then if something happens to him they just assume that he did it to himself and it's not true like he's not in that space so it's just dark to see what kind of lies are given to the media um so i'm grateful to be able to witness it my heart hurts for him because he's a really good person who's struggling with his own thing his own demons but i don't believe he's guilty so there's that um what a crazy world though what a crazy bizarre world but even with this craziness and chaos i want to continue to have gratitude for the possibilities that are in this world for the beauty that still exists in this world even though even in a time where climate change is threatening everything that's beautiful <laughs> you know i still understand that the world has been through worse before we have to remember like I, I said this in one of my songs called Jesus runs i talk about it at the end of the song i say that at one point this whole earth was covered in molten lava and at one point this whole earth was in feet and like feet and feet of snow maybe miles of snow over it you know there's been so much snow covering this earth that we walk on right now for millions of years ice i should say ice not even snow and like so the things are going to continue to shift but we can enjoy the beauty that we have we still have some of the trees we still have some of the animals before they go extinct we still have some things here um I'd rather focus on those things and try to enjoy them most. Like right now, I would love to, I would love to go to San Diego Zoo and see the Africa Rocks exhibit. That'd be so fun. If I go, I think I'm gonna bring two of my phones because I don't want to run out of battery there. I feel like I'm gonna run out of battery. There's so much, so much to see. Um, so I'll probably, I'll probably bring both of my phones and just hit it, you know. Just go see all the animals I can see. And then go to the beach after and stuff. But yeah, there's just there's so much beauty out there. I refuse to like see see otherwise. Like I don't want to think otherwise than, than the beauty that's happening. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like, I'm very grateful for what's here now. Things have been worse. Things will get worse. Things have been better as well. Things may get better again. But it's now. It's the present moment that I'm most grateful for out of everything. Because without gratitude for this moment, you have nothing solid to jump towards what you want next. Without having true, pure gratitude for where you are now, like, you're going to just... You have a wobbly platform. 
Like, have you tried to jump from a wobbly, it's a wobbly platform? It's hard to jump from a wobbly platform. You need a strong platform of gratitude to be able to leap towards the future of like things you may want and things that you value. So it's a tough thing to think about when you feel like, well, I have so little right now. I have nothing. I have nothing. And it's like, yeah, you may, you may feel like you have nothing, but the fact that you even have the air in your lungs to say you have nothing, the fact that you have a brain that functions enough to be able to um, comprehend that concept of nothing, or the fact that you've had something to think you have nothing, or you've seen something, even if, you, even if you're born with nothing, you still have nothing, but you've seen something that makes you know there's more out there. That can be a, that could turn to a toxic thing. That can turn to like a jealousy, like oh gosh, I saw there's more out there, and I'm jealous of what the people who have more than me. Or it can be like, wow, I saw there's more out there. That means there's possibility for me to, you know, expand from where I am now. Like that's great. Like I love to know this. Like for me, that's how I see it. I don't get jealous of nobody. I'm not jealous of one person, and I think I'm lucky because I've been around multi-billionaires I've been around like the people who run this world because I'm an entertainer and like you end up in these rooms that are random rooms like that I never thought I would ever be in but I've been in I've been in insane rooms just being my for my career and I know the misery that some of these people have or a lot of them have it's a it's a common thing for them they're so miserable they try to use whatever substances they can to distract from the misery they do their best to like fill the heart that they're fill the hole in their heart that their family leaving or the family not being supportive or you know they, they try to fill these multiple holes in their hearts of betrayal of being used And these people seemingly have everything. They seemingly can buy whatever they want. They can buy us. We all have a price and they can afford it. Whatever that price is, they can afford this this price. And But they're so broken that it has woke me up to realize like, oh, you got to enjoy where you're at now. Like, I felt richer than they were because of my situation and my life and my family and like the things that I'm blessed with right now that won't last forever. You know, family has expiration date. Even if, even if you if you have the best family ever, they're gonna pass away at some point. You know, I found that out hard way multiple times. And recently, the last few days, we lost somebody very important. Like I've, I've spoken about, um, that nothing's gonna bring that person back. And I really thought about that when my when my, when my aunt passed away. I'm like, wow. And my grandfather passed away too. My grandmother passed away this last year. Like it's been. So many, so many deaths in the family. And my other grandfather passed away too. Like, it's just the same year, all in the same year. And it's like, whoa. And nothing, no amount of money, no amount of voodoo. Because <laughs> you can do some voodoo and try to bring somebody back, but you can't. Because they've already processed the bodies and embalmed them and their organs are out. You can't bring somebody back without their organs in them. Like, the only way you can do voodoo to get somebody to come back is if they're, if they're like, just passed away. Like, you have, like, you're right there. There's no way to, you know, even then, it's like, they may come back bringing a spirit from the other side. They may come back, like, with a demon or something, with what you call a demon. But anyway, it's just not, it's not, like, that possible. 
So there's nothing you can do to have those experiences again with these with those people. So that's why it's like you gotta enjoy it while it's happening. I'm not saying you have to like try to like make a bad situation okay. Like okay, well, I hate this person, but because life is short, I'm gonna go hang out with them more. Like no, if you don't if you don't like the person, you don't vibe with them. Life is short. Don't waste your time with something that's gonna hurt you further. But if you do love people, if you do love the certain people who have been there for you, who make you feel great too, then enjoy every bit of the moments you have together. You never know. You never know when that last moment's going to be. Um, so having gratitude for those, like, you know, some some of us some of us are like, we want a bigger house, we want another car. I said those things. Then we, how about we want another partner? Oh, I wish I had a partner. I wish I had like a a real marriage. I had this. Well. If you don't appreciate yourself, then how are you gonna even recognize that somebody else is appreciating you and valuing you? You're gonna take whatever comes your way at that point until you have gratitude for yourself. How in the world? And gratitude for your lonely, for your alone time, then how are you going to be able to process and experience time with someone else without juxtaposing it against the bitter the bitter sadness of your alone time that you projected onto your own alone time some people like me i used to be lonely in the past like years ago years and years but now well maybe less than years like it's been more recent that i've overcame it but now i enjoy i love my alone time i think it's amazing alone time is wonderful i don't get bored i have so much stuff to do i just it's amazing to me but before it was heartbreaking because it felt like you're lacking something, you're missing something. So how can you have a partnership or want a partnership without resolving that for it first? Without having gratitude for yourself so that you can have someone else who comes into your life. Do you want somebody that, that doesn't have gratitude for you? Do you really want a partner that's like disregards you? What's the point of a partner? A partner that tears you down and just, you know, objectifies you is that what you want is that gratitude no it's not um it's just so important to love your alone time before you have before you combine with anyone else you can you can have your marriage you can have your partnership i mean i suggest not getting married personally i'm just there's no real reason to get married like don't let the government into your relationship if you want to get like a some kind of spirit bond outside of the marriage like you can you can make your own contract or you know do some spiritual like ceremony or something i don't know do something but like to involve your the government into your marriage i did that already it was a, such a scam such a scam to involve the government in your relationship there's no benefit you don't get any tax benefits for real you think you you think you're going to but not according to my CPA. <laughs> Not according to my accountant. There's very little reason to do it. Very few reasons. You can create your own situation. Rita says, yes, there is beauty in the moment. That's where the beauty lies. The beauty exists within the moment. Everything else is the concept of beauty. Beauty in the past is the idea of beauty because we don't we didn't even appreciate it in the past. So how is that beauty? And the beauty in the future has never happened yet. So that beauty is like, you know, a intended an intended beauty or like a 
projected beauty onto the future. Like you don't know if it's gonna be beautiful. You don't. You, you can't. If you can't have a beautiful moment now, how do you think you're gonna be able to process or experience a beautiful moment once the future becomes the new now? If you're even blessed enough to have the future at all, because you can pass away anytime. So, I can be right on here right now and pass away right here from a brain aneurysm or something in a tornado. A tornado can come in in L.A. <laughs> A big tornado just out of the blue. It's like Dorothy. You know, just like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. Which, by the way, I want to discuss that for a moment before we continue. Judy Garland. Judy Garland, I had no idea how dark her life was. And she was such a sweet, loving person. And she was somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. She was like looking for her spot over the rainbow. Um, she was trying to live her best life, trying to click her heels to go back home, giving us joy. She sang for us. She did nothing but try to live joy joyfully for us. The studios got her addicted to substances. She got disrespected by all of her, like, five different marriages she had. Um, she ended up in her old age after being an icon. You know, we see her as the icon, Judy Garland, you know, um... She ended up going so low as to having to, like, sleep on friends' couches and stuff and playing at, at gay bars for $100. Not Judy playing for $100. Not that. But that was her life. And she passed away from overdosing on the same medication that she was given from her studio as a child actress that they addicted her to. You know, like she gets grabbed betrayal after betrayal after betrayal. Like she just, she just kept trying to give kindness to the world. She was a very loving, bright person, a bright spirit. And people were ungrateful to her. And I think when I looked at her story and I, and I watched her interviews, I don't think she was very grateful for herself. And how could she be? Her mother was, you know, very abusive to her. Like... Basically, pimped her out. You know, it's just it was just a very sad existence for her, and she just did her best to create beauty for the world the whole time. She felt like that was gonna be the way to get out of that. Like, it's so sad. So the same person that we think. So we think that like oh. These movie stars are amazing. Like, which movie stars had a good had a good life? We already saw what happened to Britney Spears. We saw what happened to Marilyn Monroe and how they pimped her out afterwards and just have her on every campaign. You know, they got treated so disrespectfully and and got taken out. Cause she got assassinated for knowing too much about the CIA. We saw what happened to Tupac. Yeah, we love. I love Beyonce, but Beyonce went through. Beyonce has gone through a lot. And it continues to go through a lot. We, like, we have to, we have to pit, put her up as queen because I mean I believe she's queen, but we have to keep saying that because people need to respect her. People have disrespected her from day one. They have made it seem as if, you know, oh we can't even pronounce your name, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce you know, oh she's this, oh Beyonce's that, Beyonce. That. She gets attacked constantly, and so we have to. Just, like we have to push her like don't come for the queen okay like we have to protect her that's why she's even considered the queen because we know how savage 
and unfair this industry is. So we're trying to protect her from this industry. We see what happened to Nicki Minaj. We see what happened to Angelina Jolie. We, she was America's darling for a while. Even, but even as America's darling, she was still going through a, like a disasters. Disastrous relationships, disastrous life realities. Like she, I'm trying to think of which celebrity that we all look up to. Kim Kardashian, a mess. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you know, her life has been a mess. I mean, I, I know we a lot of us were like, oh, we loved her and Kanye to get Kanye together. Like, well, I work with them, and I knew even before they broke up that they were not a healthy relationship. For the for the media, yes, it's perfect for the media. They were great. That's why I want them to stay together for the media part because I knew they both understood the assignment. But it was not a healthy situation. He did not make her feel confident. He cheated on her all the time. She cheated on him. Not as often, but she did. Um, it was just toxicity. Just a toxic situation of egos clashing, destructiveness, lies on top of lies on top of lies. Miley Cyrus went through hell. Still going through hell. I don't know anyone who hasn't, like... Like, none of these people have good lives. That's why it's funny. People are like, oh, what celebrities do you know? People ask me, like, oh, you're in L.A. You work with celebrities. You work for this. You work for this company or for that company. I work, you know, for magazines, whatever. They're like, oh, what, what are these celebrities like? I'm, like, stressed out and broker than you think they are. Cardi B had to do extremely questionable things to get to where she's at. P. Diddy screwed everybody over to get where he's at. Janet Jackson got abused in all kind of ways, a plethora of ways, to get where she's at. Michael Jackson got, you know, you know what happened to him. Prince. Who else? I mean, who, who is there that, that has like a happy ending life? Demi Lovato doesn't even know who she is anymore. Rita says, that is sad. It is. Hey, Desi. Um, Rita says, there just has to be more to life than all of this. There is more to it. Like, you have to appreciate yourself. You got you to, like, really have gratitude for what is, for what is already. The, the thing, the, the thing about all the celebrities I mentioned that we all look up to, or people, they, they you know, they have a persona that people feel like is better than their life because they're not recognizing the rest of the situation. Like, if you came raw like me, for example, let's say that I become a super big celebrity, which I plan on being. I'm going to keep on working. I'm already, I'm already like, getting up there. I, know, I mean, I've, I have some ways to go, but I'm definitely on my way. Um, I'm being, I'm so raw, there's nothing I can hide. I put so many videos out. I say whatever I got to say and feel. Like, I'm not giving you a false projection of this life is better than any, anybody's life. I'm keeping it super real for a reason. Because it's freeing. Because it's, it's the only thing that the, the future people are going to demand. They're going to demand this from us. They demand transparency. You know? The public the public doesn't want a fake persona. But we needed that at the time to think that there's there's a better out there for us. But, like, there's... Everyone's going through a chaotic, chaotic experience. But we can... We can take away... We can, like, take away some of the pain by being real about the fact that life... Life is a roller coaster. You know? 
it, it is ups and downs, there's loops, there's all kind of stuff, and at some point it comes to a stop, a jolting stop. But while you're on the ride, put them hands up. Have fun. Woo! Yes, honey, work. You know? While, while we're on the ride, have fun. Why not? And why judge yourself too much or attack yourself or want something else? Like, why, if you're on one ride, why would you want to be on somebody else's ride? You're already on this ride. Oh, gosh, I'm on this ride, but I wish I was on... I wish I picked the other ride instead. Doggone, I wish I picked the other ride. It's like, okay. Luckily, unlike a roller coaster, you can adjust some of the projections of where you go and where you journey in this life. You can kind of pick your own course in some ways. But it's still the main... It's still the same main roller coaster. Like, it's going to go where it goes. Like, life is going to continue happening. And it can happen to you or it can happen for you. You know, when I say that, I mean, when, you, when, it ha when something happens to you, you're the victim of it. When it happens for you, you find a way to benefit from whatever happens, even the worst things that happen ever. You know, like a death happens in the family. You're like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take this as a reason to embrace family even more, to embrace my life even more, to live, to live even more freely in honor of this person who I've lost, you know, or you can say, oh, it happened to me. I'm so sad. I'm heartbroken. I'm just going to cry all day. Like. We could feel that way. We could feel that way for sure. But it's like, what is that going to do? Just put you in a victim mentality so you can waste a life that the person who already passed away doesn't have anymore? Like, that person wishes they had that. Well, if they were still alive, they would wish it. They can't even wish it anymore because they're gone. We have to appreciate and be grateful for what we have. As the church bells ring. <laughs> um, Rita says... You are so correct. You are dropping so many gems today. I just I had this heavy in my heart because there's there a lot of things that I've been like wanting to be different lately. And I want to be like, for example, I want to be in Texas right now, but I have a lot of business going on here. And so I felt like I want to be in Houston. I'm sorry, New York, in New York too, New York and Texas. I want to be both in places. But I know I can only be in one and I'm in an amazing place right now. People would wish to be in California and Los Angeles right now. They wish they could be here. How dare I feel unconvenienced by being in one of the greatest cities on earth? One of the most powerful cities on earth. I think New York is the most powerful, but like LA is definitely up there. So it's just, we need to see our blessings. Otherwise we're never going to enjoy whatever future harvests that we, you know, that we get, that we have, that we manifest. And be very clear on what you fear. Let gratitude replace your fears and let gratitude, you know, heighten your now. So let gratitude erase your fears and heighten your now. Heighten your experience of it. So that's what I got to say on gratitude. Like I just... Like for me, for me personally, like I'm like, I'm very thankful to be where I am right now. Like I want to take care of what I have here. Like there's rooms with some, with some dust in some of the rooms. I need to like organize things that I want to organize and just take care of what I have now. I'm taking care of my body at a different level now. Like I'm getting my sunlight. I'm going to go right now and take some time out again for my sunlight time. going to go out, out to the, the, the beach like I love to do. You know, I wasn't doing that before because I felt like it wasn't worth the gas money. It wasn't worth 
taking time out of my work schedule. I got so much to do, so much of this, so much of that. You know, it's like, okay, what is this life for? Just to do all these random things? I enjoy the beach. I enjoy getting out of nature. Like, why do I want to take away something I enjoy? I enjoy when I can have that. Like, when I can do that and just, I don't know if tomorrow's going to exist. I don't know. Ashley says, hey, love. Hey, Ashley. Ashley's a hard worker. Ashley's out there in these streets. Um, Ashley says, yes, that vitamin D is serious. Vitamin D is vital. It's not about finding time for it. It's make time for it. Make time for nature. Make time for sunlight. Even if you're at work, you take your lunch breaks and you go sit outside in that sun. And you stand up. You know? It's not worth, like, what are we doing this for? What's the point? What's the point of working this hard for what? You literally, this could be your last day. And not, not to be bleak, but to be real. It's not sad that this could be our last day. It's a beautiful thing that, that gives us urgency to enjoy or to waste. I'm choosing to enjoy. Ashley says, like, live every day like it's your last. Because you do not know. I don't know. I'm hoping that I make it to the beach safely. It'd be great. If I don't, okay, I don't. That's, you know, it was great living. I think the most thing I would be, like, my last thought would be, doggone it, I wish I uploaded all the videos. <laughs> I wish because I always my, my thing is I always want to like have my videos always current so that if anything ever happens I just have them out already so I don't I don't feel like I left anything in my phone like I just like to use everything even like I don't like to waste food I don't like to waste moments or waste I don't like wasting anything because I know it's a blessing so I just I've always thought like oh gosh I want to get this out soon like ASAP because then you know you never know like I'm not stressed about it, but I would just like that. That would be one of my. If, if I had like time to think as I was passing away, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, my videos," <laughs> and not because they matter that much, but just because I want them to be present. I want them to be current to the last moment. Like I don't need any any message not out. I feel like there's so many artists who have passed away with so much of their life and documented life um, lost forever, lost forever is gone in some hard drive. Prince has thousands and thousands of songs just in a hard drive somewhere. Never to be released. Never to be released. Um, let's see, so, Solo Traveler says, are you raw vegan? No, I'm not raw vegan. I thought about being that for a while, but Dr. Stebby's son, Victor, says, uh, um, minerals don't get destroyed when you cook them. So you don't have to be raw vegan. And I'm thankful because I didn't like, only, I like eating raw food sometimes, but I don't, I don't like being confined to only raw foods. Like it makes me feel like I don't get to have these delicious cooked mushrooms or cooked squash or, you know, things that I really want to have. So yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on that. Solo Traveler says, you've taught me a lot about vegan food from your lives. Thanks. Thank you, Solo Traveler. And that's, that's exciting, too. There's a lot of people who became vegan or at least are doing healthier things because of my lives. Um, and that's great because I'm getting help from this, too. Like, I'm, it'd, be, it'd be wrong if I felt like, oh, I'm just here to just be a service. And to just, I'm speaking my mind. I'm speaking things I'm really feeling. I'm getting therapeutic support by coming on my lives. 
So I'm benefiting immediately. So I'm not looking for anyone to give me anything in return for it. I'm just thankful. People are listening. That's great. I appreciate it. Um, but I am benefiting from sharing and from talking. So it's like I'm grateful for every part of it. I don't wait to see. Like some people will do a live and they're like, oh, my God, there's not enough numbers on here. There's not enough this and not enough that. Da, da, da. Like, oh, I feel bad. Like I failed. It's like failed what? What are they talking about? Like they're, they're stuck on the um, the metrics. They're stuck on metrics. And a lot of people are stuck on metrics in all kinds of parts of life. They're like, oh, gosh, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. It's like, oh, my God, I'm not, I'm not enough because I don't have enough. I don't feel that. I used to, but I don't feel that anymore. I started eating my arugula again after you made food look so good. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Rita. Rita, you're the one that's growing arugula. You're the one out there with your arugula farm. You better eat that arugula. I wish I had me some of that arugula. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the seeds. Um, before I get off of here, let me actually just look on Amazon to see if these arugula seeds are on there. And if they are on there, then I'm going to put them on my list so you guys can get them too. Let's see, wild arugula seeds. Wild arugula. I found it. Wild arugula seeds. Ooh, I found them. They're only $6 for organic seeds. Purely organic arugula seeds. This one, $4.79 over here. Um, oh my goodness. Mixed garden romaine lettuce seed pods. We have seeds. Um, this one's $3.49. Seeds change arugula original version green. Um, these are organic too. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna put these ones out of three forty nine because they have a lot of reviews on them. They have a thousand reviews, and so I want to make sure I get the right one. Um, okay, I'm putting these on right now, you guys. So if you guys go to my rockmercury.com, um, my Amazon page, I have an Amazon storefront for you guys. You see all the things I shop for, and I'm right now putting them on the list. Now, just to be clear. I haven't grown this yet, but it looks like it's legit. It has a lot of different reviews on it, but I am going to order it. I'm putting it in my basket for my next order. I'm not, I'm not going to order it just yet because I want to add some more things to it because it's only $2. So I'm going to get two of these, actually. I'm going to put two in my, my basket. Um, well, I'll put it in my wish list, too. <laughs> That's funny. So if somebody wants to buy me the $3 ones, put it, I'll put it in my wish list. So you can, buy me, you can buy me these seeds on my website. Go to rockmercury.com, hit my wish list. But I'm going to put it on the other list now because that was an accident just now. Let me see. I'm putting it in the Rock Mercury. Um, which one should I Self-care. Rock Mercury self-care. I'm going to make some more. I'm going to make some different categories because I know these are confusing. Because self-care doesn't feel like it'd be food. I need like... Uh, rock, rock Mercury Garden or Rock, I don't know, I need something different. Ooh, there's also yellow squash. Crookneck summer squash seeds. And there's organic all lettuce seeds, um, mixed seeds. Ooh, I'm going to get me a lot of seeds and just start growing all this out because that's the way to live right now. They're going to be trying to mess with us for a while with all these um, shipping and these shipping bottlenecks that are making all the food go bad and shipping containers on purpose due to legal legal holdups. Like they're doing all this on purpose. They're destroying our food so they put us in dark situations. So we need to be able to provide for your family 
at home in your own garden. So okay, I put mine in my in my basket. Uh, ooh, I think I'm gonna add all these to it. Let's see. So squash and lettuce. Okay, I'm gonna do this one. Add, add all three to cart. Perfect. Fourteen dollars for all these seeds for three different seeds. I got arugula, I got squash, and I have this like a lettuce type of mix. Cause why not, you know? I have my compost already ready in the back. So we'll see. We'll see how it grows. It's gonna take a while, I'm sure, but it's gonna keep on growing. Apparently, you can just cut your parts off you need and let it keep growing, keep on watering it. So, all right, you guys, rockers and mercuryans, I super enjoyed chatting with you guys today about gratitude. I hope that you guys um, find not fine. I know you have something. I hope you recognize what you're grateful for because you have things to be grateful for. If you're watching this right now, you're grateful for your phone, grateful for your, the fact that you can see. Have you thought about that before? I just I just watched a video on Twitter before I came on here of a blind stripper yelling at the other strippers in the back room that she heard that somebody would talk a mess about her. And she was gonna snatch whoever is talking mess. She's gonna snatch it, snatch your tongue out their mouth. That's what that's what she said. She was like, and I was laughing because it was a funny scene. It was, a, it was not a scene. It was a real life moment. It was. She didn't even know she was being recorded because the girl that was recording her didn't make any sounds. And it, it, the room was full, and they were all like, "Yeah, girl, that's right, girl. Like that, nobody play with you." Like it was a really ratchet moment. But I thought afterwards, I'm like, "Wow, like she's out here looking fly." Blind as can be, she had her whole walking cane and everything. She didn't care. She was looking fly, boots all the way up to the knee, you know, thighs out, serving it, glasses looking sick, you know, you know the the outfit was popping. She looked, she was serving, she was giving the goods, and she came and she said, "I heard somebody talk a mess about me, not me. Don't you ever in your life come for me?" She said to them like they. She read them, and I was like, wow. But I thought, like, wow, what, it, what would it be like to not have eyes? I'm sorry, to not be able to see. Like, that's a real blessing we have that a lot of people don't even think about. They're like, oh, I'm so sad. Everything's miserable. Like, that's a challenging situation if you can't see. That's real. Some people on here right now may not be able to see. Maybe, maybe they're just hearing. Maybe they're only doing audio right now. Shout out, shout out to y'all. Shout out, you know. Much love. But... It's just another thing to be to be thankful for, to be blessed for. And if you can't see, be thankful you can hear. If you can't see or hear, be thankful you can feel. You can't see, think, or hear, or feel. Hey, honey, Keller, how you doing, girl? Good to see you, girl. On how you on this live, but hey, hey, honey. Um, honey, Keller's the only one I know that's like that, on the in the media at least, but. Um, all right, so, but be thankful. And if Helen Keller, she, she's thankful that she's exists, you know, she kept living. Helen Keller could have gave up. She could have been like, I can't do nothing. She, she could have been like, no, but, not, but yeah, she's world famous to this day. She don't know she is, because she can't see, hear, or feel. But she's impacted, impacted the whole world. And she chose to keep on striving and living. So let's just be real. Thank you guys for joining in. Um, if Helen Keller can be grateful for life, then so can you. Maybe her spirit knows it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it does. 
I'm st- I actually don't know too much about the Hunter Carter story, so I really shouldn't be saying any of this part because I, I really don't know that much about that story, and so I might be being super offensive somehow, probably. But I just, I just, I'm saying that she's inspiring. That's all I'm saying. Rita says, "Have a great evening." Thank you, you too, Rita. Rita says, "Me either." Yeah, I really don't know. All I know is that she, Helen was going through, and she still made it in the history book. So. Go on, Helen. You better live your life, honey. Yes, honey. Yes, Helen. Work, honey. Yes, Helen. Helen, you better work. Can you imagine Helen Keller as a stripper? Wow. Um, okay, on that note, have a great night, you guys. Have a great day. I mean, I, I'll come back on later on tonight, most likely. We'll see how I feel after my walk. But have grat- gratitude. Gratefulness is the key to happiness. Walk on, Mercuryans. Link in the bio. Rockmercury.com. Bye. Bye, yo. You said yes, Helen. Rita said yes, Helen. Work, Helen, yes. You better work, girl.